You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted Pigeon Radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Ponty. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Ponty. To all the listeners there on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, and you're listening to the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the whole entire world, and that's Pigeon Radio Australia. We've got an exciting show for you today. We have the winner of the Tassie race coming on, and we'll announce his name when we get him on. He'll be the first up. Uh, We've got uh, also... Rod Churchill coming on from the Greater Melbourne because he apparently won a race. He won the race last week. And we've got uh, Andrew James who won the one Thaggy Series race as well. And we've got a lot more coming on. David Gordon's coming on from Sydney to tell us the Sydney results as well. And we've got a lot more happening here on Pigeon Radio Australia today. So... On with the show, people! Stop the pigeon, 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 how? Let him, jab him, jab him, grab him, stop that pigeon now! And it's so good to have my mate in the studio live, not on the phone, but in live in the studio. So here we go. See banana man hopping over on the white hot sand. Here he come with some for me, freshly taken from banana tree. Banana man, me want a done. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia's the one and only Banana Man. Tony Barbara. This banana flow will never end. Do you want a banana 
It's a very good morning to Tony Barbara here in the studio. Hello, Tony. How are you, mate? Good evening. Good morning, Ivan. How, how is yourself? And yeah, good I'm mo- good. Good morning to Tony. Good morning to Charlie. And good morning to everybody around the world. Yes, good morning to everybody around the world indeed. How are you going, Tony? How's your mum? Tell us. Well, anyway, we're, we're ranked this morning and she's very good. Oh, yeah, so, so she's still got the coronavirus or... No, 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 they reckon anyway, she, she's over it now. Oh, uh, she's over it? Yeah, without uh, being vaccinated. So Gee, that's not bad. For ninety-seven year old, yeah, I reckon that's very good. That is fantastic news. Very good, Tony. Good, good. Anyway, I'm very happy today. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'd be happy too if you got news like that. Anyway, we better introduce this road runner here on the show. Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia, Southeast Melbourne correspondent, the one and only, the roadrunner, Tony McPherson. And it's a very good morning to Mr. Tony McPherson, the roadrunner himself. Hello, Tony. Today, uh, Banana, and hello, Charlie. We've gone from having a uh, from being having no racing to having a smorgasbord. <laughs> We're having a racing... You know what I said on Facebook? We're having a racing pigeon blitz this week, <laughs> this long weekend. And we've got a national race, the Melbourne Cup of uh, Pigeon Racing, the national from Hay. But we'll talk about that more later on. But, uh, yeah, we've got to introduce this pink character that always comes on the show every week. And now, introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia's know-it-all spy correspondent, Charlie Gretsch. Ah, Mr. Gretsch. How are you, Sir Charles? Same as yesterday. No, I'm not actually better than yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yesterday. we'll talk about we'll talk about what happened to you yesterday. Very bad. <laughs> but yep, how are you all? Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, pretty good today. Yeah. Yes, I'm yep. happy. <laughs> Hang on, Tony wants to say something to you. What did you say, Tony? Charlie, yes, I'm happy. I'm always happy. Good on you. Good on me. Yeah. Hey. You never yeah, change you anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, you weren't you weren't so happy there last night when you rang me. No. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, don't worry about that. First of all, um, first up, we're going to go straight into it tonight, and uh, we've got uh, somebody special on the line. But first of all, I want to read the results from the Tassie race. Last week, last Wednesday, and these are the results. I'll read the top ten. Here you go, top ten. In first position, we have Mark Guzman from Lara. In second place was uh, Revolution Lofts, Jamie Rigby out there in Tarnit. 
In third place, we've got Rick Morrison. In fourth place, we've got Charlie Gretchen, Son and Vella. In fifth place, Robert Zager. In sixth place, Angelo and Antonio Barbara. In seventh place, we've got the Barry family. In eighth place, Keisha and Holwell. That's Trevor Holwell and Chris Keisha. All the way down there in Williamstown. And in ninth place, well, they raced two teams. Two teams was the Vella family and Gretsch family. So that's Simon Gretsch and Rennie Vella. And in tenth place, me, myself and I, Ivan. I'm pretty proud of that. That bird done a good job last week. Uh, And we have on the line the winner of the Tassie race last week, 27th of October, Mark Guzman. Hello, Mark, and welcome to Pigeon Radio Australia. How are you? Good, mate. Congratulations. And tell us, what kind of bird did you clock? Well, it's um, Alex Benici. He bred me um, 30 stock pigeons, and it's one of his. He, he said it's a Jansen Cross Huben. So there you go. Yeah, very good. Now, it was, wasn't an easy race. It was a, quite a hard race. And uh, tell us, how the bird, how did the bird come in? Um, well, it, it, came, it came out of the south, and it came with another pigeon, which the fella's probably sitting right next to you. Tony Barbara. No. <laughs> what happened, Tony? Tell us the story, Tony. What um, happened? Yeah, the bird, my bird just just uh, come over the top of the loft and swung into the onto the landing board, and Tony's bird followed followed him, and he went in, and then Tony's bird followed followed him. So um. I thought it was mine at first because it came in like it was mine. And I grabbed her and I, I gave her some water. I let her go. And then she come back straight away. Mm. And then I put her in the basket. I gave her water and food for the night. And I let her go yeah. the next day, which was a Thursday. Yeah. And she did not want to go. She she, I, I she, went, she her, went back I, in the loft, did she? Yeah. I scared her. I flagged her. I... <laughs> Tried everything, so, so you know, because normally when you do that, you scare the bird. Yeah, it goes. Go, so, Tony. Doesn't want to, doesn't so, want to stay around. So, so that means she made it to your cock. Oh, I don't know. Looks looks that way to me. Well, she kept if, she lays, in, if she lays an egg, Tony, hey? put him put him away. If she lays an egg, put him away. Anyway, put her away this morning. No, no. If she if, if she lays <laughs> an egg, put the foster the yeah. eggs. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, foster the eggs, he reckons. Hey, might, <laughs> might be a winner. That's right, because he, he, I clocked him, he had the fastest time the first, has he? So that's a good, um, that's a good clock. And then, and, then, and then he won it last week, so, you know, he's a good bird. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. Now, uh, we've got Tony McPherson. You want to ask Mark some questions about his great Tassie win last week? In that difficult race, yeah, well done, Mark. It's uh, thank it's you. Hard one, hard one to uh, hard one to uh, to win. Actually, the old Tassie races they they either they're either quick or they're or they're terribly slow. But um, it's always good to see them hit the board. Oh, mate, it's fantastic. But I, I reckon the uh, the first tell you the truth, the first Tassie seemed to be harder. The yep. birds seemed to do, do, done it a lot harder. Um, the the second Tassie, the one I won, yeah, the birds. I I had six birds before two o'clock, 
Yeah. And they look yep. they look terrific. Yeah. You know? Um Yeah. Uh, so have you been racing these birds each week from Tassie? Well we've only the, the, the same team. This is yeah, this is our second Tassie, yeah, so, Tassie race. Um I did send four four birds that went to the first Tassie. Yes. And out of them four I I had three before two o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Um I did lose one, one of them four. But I had twelve out of fifteen that turned up on the day. So yeah, that, that, that's good returns. Good returns. Yeah. yeah well, you know, as you know, it's it's always uh, difficult to get them to come to come straight across the water. They sometimes stooge around and go up and down, up and down, and then say, "Right, we're going," or they yes. just or they just come straight over and boom. And it sounds sounds like. Um, it sounds like your bird made it up with Tony's birds on a on a Tassie on a Tassie crossing, mate. Yeah. They uh, met on an island on the way home from Tassie and just had a bit of uh, coochie coochie. Well, well, I, I said to Tony, <laughs> I said to Tony yesterday, I said, mate, you got to remember the hens, the cocks are very loyal. They'll always come home to the loft. The yeah. hen will, the hen will follow the cock and will disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, well, she didn't disappear, did she? <laughs> she did disappear. Yeah, I had to bring her back. She had to get a taxi back to the bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, she was yeah. well looked after. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, Tony, you know what's going to happen? Do you send her next week? She go back to Mark's again? No, no, I put her in stock, Tony, because I, <laughs> I, I lost her father a month ago, nineteen year old. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, very well done. Very well done. And you're in it again this week. Did you put yes. the same bird back? No, he's, tell you the truth, he's in the national race. Okay. Oh, gee whiz. <laughs> I think I would have sent him Tassie again. But anyway, no, well, yeah. well, I thought, you know, being a different race, he may do it even easier. May do, yeah. You know, well, um, they've got a tailwind, so it is an easier fly right. for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd be, I much prefer the Tassie race personally. You know, that, yeah. that's my personal uh, viewpoint. I'd much prefer that. But, uh, you know, it takes really good pigeons to, to have the guts to fly over the water. Yes. You know? And that's, and it, it, there's a lot of birds that have stayed in Tassie. And probably made pretty good stock birds. But, well, uh, do you want me to tell you a story? I'll tell you a story that's going to ruffle your feathers. And uh, I got a phone call. Actually, no, the ring secretary messaged me and said, Ivan, ring this fella. He's got one of your pigeons. And I thought it was a pigeon fly. Anyway, I ring the guy up. And I say, hello, mate, you've got one of my pigeons. Yep, yep, he's here, I've got him, he's a nice bird, blah, 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 you know, t- telling him. Anyway, it turns out this guy doesn't have racing pigeons or pigeons at all. He's got a chook farm on Flinders Island. And my birds landed straight in the shed where the chooks are to eat some wheat with the chooks, right? <laughs> anyway, he goes, I went into the shed, Ivan, and uh, I put a cage down on the floor and... Uh, this pigeon of yours just casually walked into the cage and waited for me to pick it up. And, uh, yeah, um, yesterday I went to Essendon Airport where he was kind enough to put it in a box for me. 
and pack it up and send it to me uh, on Sharp Airlines. I thank them because they've done a fantastic job bringing the bird home. And uh, he sent the bird back to me and I brought it home. I stuck it in the loft and he's right now on the ledge of the loft crowing around like the big boss. <laughs> And he yeah. was he was on Flinders Island, and he wouldn't leave. The guy the guy said I fed him, and I tried throwing him out, and nah, he wouldn't go. He went back into the chook shed. Yeah, he's a foghorn leghorn, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see, son. I see, son. You but know, you know the funny thing about the funny thing. the funny thing about that bird is that I've clocked him in. He's a three year old cockbird, right? And I've clocked him in a few races. And he's he's won me a section once, I think. Yeah, once. He won me a section as a yearling. And uh, he's straight on to Flinders Island. So there you go. Yep, yep. He fancied all of those girls. Oh, you mean the chooks in the chook shed? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course I did. Like I said, hey, I take you, son. You're, 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 you're not a chicken. You're a pigeon. Mm. Anyway, I'd like to thank the guy. He was a very nice fella, and I said to him, uh, he rang me, he said, how's the bird? Is the bird all right? Did it get to you all right? I said, yeah, mate, I've got the bird. The bird's here. Thanks very much for that. And I said, how much do I owe you for the freight? And he said, look, mate, he said, I don't want nothing. He said, next time I'm in Melbourne, he says, I'll ring you up and you owe me a beer. I said, that's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's that's the gentleman agreement that we've had. Yeah, no, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. How about you, Charlie? Where are you? Yeah, now, Charlie, that's what I was going to say. Charlie, you got any questions for Mark, mate? Yeah, Mark. How are you, Mark? Not bad. Yourself? Yeah, mate. Well done. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Now, um, rewind your clock a little bit. You've had two Tassies. Yes. And you must have had some bit of preparation. You don't just put them off, off the roof into the race, so you would have been training. Were you training with Ivan, were you? Um, I did. I went with Ivan, not the Bridgewater, the, the weather burns. So they did go to the two weather burns, and then and then Felix had he opened up his Tassie race. Um, yeah, and then I had the two Tassies, and, and now the National and, and another Tassie. Uh, prior to that, my birds don't fly much. They, they only fly like two, three minutes. Um, I was taken to work. I, I, I used to work in Bannockburn, but I had to leave due to the, the COVID virus, mm. not not taking the jab. Um, um, yeah, I was taking them to work just three, four times a week, and that's it. And ever since I started racing, actually, when I started with Ivan, I haven't taken them anywhere, just... Because I've only got, I've only got thirty pigeons in the race loft. Yeah. Because um, about two, three years ago, I decided to give it away. Call me, mate. I said, get over here right now. Come and take all my pigeons. I don't want to see them. So he come over and he, I was in the, I put them all in the basket. And he come over and he, he took them to the actually Geelong club rooms, and they he reckons everyone was like scavengers. They all went for for the birds. After a couple of know, weeks, months, not even, I started getting depressed because I've had pigeons ever since I was like six, five years old. Mm. Every I've had pigeons all my life. Now I'm 53 and I decided to, to get rid of them. So the first time in my whole life, I've never had pigeons in the backyard. And boy, oh boy, people out there, if you're thinking about getting rid of pigeons, think twice. 
because you you. Now you like tell me, why did these pigeons give you the poopers? Why did you? Why? 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 Well, number of things. Um, first, with the virus, the virus is PMB and then rotor, um, trying to find, you know, good food for them all the time, uh, the medication they needed. Um, just, you know, I had a, I had a year, a year break and, um, my hen birds stole off. They, they were just laying like crazy. They were like chickens laying out of 15 pairs. They were laid over, over a hundred eggs, you know? And, um, and I said, that's enough. You know, I've had enough. And, but um, then, then tell me. You got rid of them, but then all of a sudden you've got a spark back into your head, right? And you want them back yes. again. So w- what made you get them back again? What made me get them back? Yeah, I missed them. I missed them too much. There you go. I missed them too much. Mm. Um, you know, I, I started to get depressed, and and I I, ne- I needed them back. It's it's. It's you know I don't know it's just, and and gotta, and and let me ask you this question: How do you feel now that you've got them back? Yeah, good. <laughs> there you are. Yeah, well, good. Look, well, I, I'm a bit disappointed. I did lose all my stock birds, but yeah, you know, it's like now you try to start again. Yeah. Yeah, but you know you can start with something new now. You know. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's all good. It's all good. You know, you just got to go with it. That's all. Look, it can be a good. It can be a good thing sometimes when you get rid of them all and start again because you remember that having pigeons for that long and having your birds with you for that long. There's a lot yes. of birds there that you don't wouldn't get rid of that are sentimental and they've probably never done nothing. But I think this has given you a good opportunity that yep, they're gone now, so they're finally gone, and um, you are, you are getting new pigeons and you're starting fresh. Yeah. And, it's sort of done you a little favour by starting again, getting you, getting you excited and getting you um, to uh, work out with these pigeons, these new pigeons that you've got, and there you go, straight away, bang. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, Look, I, I, I've never really been a big flyer, nor I've got, you know, heaps of stock birds. Um, I just keep the most 15 pairs. So really there wasn't any bird that was sentimental to me. If it wasn't, if it didn't do its job, you know, it went out the door. I also never spent a lot of money on pigeons either. You know, most of my pigeons were given to me or, you know. Um, pigeons just, that are given just, to you as a gift are usually the best birds you've got in your loft. Yeah, and, um, you know, that's how I, I, I don't know, I just feel it's a lot of money to buy one racing pigeon, you know, spend three, four thousand dollars on a racing pigeon and does nothing for you. Mm. You know, you know, I don't know, I just feel there's a lot of hard work, you know, just to get that bird. You know, yeah. um yeah. I don't know. Anyway, well, Mark, I, that's I that's realize, good. I that's... do realise I do realise now with um pigeon racing you really do need good top pigeons. Oh, for sure, for sure. It's it's like anything. It's like greyhound racing or horse racing. You've got to have the right horse or the right greyhound to win the race, right? Same with pigeons. Pigeons, pigeons, racing pigeons are no different to horse, horse, race horses or greyhounds. Yes. 
They're thoroughbred, thoroughbred animals, yeah? So they're bred for that purpose, to race. Yeah, but they also, they got to, they got to just go for home. Yeah. Just got to go for home, not not follow other pigeons. Well, I just want to ask Tony McPherson what he thinks of your story. Tony, what do you think of that story, quickly? Oh, yeah, look, it's, <laughs> I think we all go through those stages where we say, oh, listen, I've had a gut full of this and and uh, throw the throw the wheat bix in the air and and uh, and say, right, that's that's it. Um, but it's like anything, I you know, you, you, you get that bug back again and you really love it. But like Charlie said, probably it was a good thing for you, Mark. Um, it's giving you a new perspective and yep. something different to, to work with and then you use new ideas. So yes. it gives you a whole different outlook and uh, you can try all kinds of things that you didn't try before with your with your original family. So in some ways it's, it's really good. So, but I dare say there's some birds there that you really would have liked to have had back. We've all been down that track, um, given away birds and, and sort of thought, oh, I shouldn't have done that. But anyway, it's gone. You right. just move on. You just move on and you always look for better birds. And it's yeah. true what you say. Um, in this day and age, it's you get better birds, but that's that's no guarantee. You've got to combine it with the way you feed them, the way you train them, and the way that you want them to race for you. And if you can get that all together, you should have some fun. And that's yeah. what it's all about, having fun. That's right. Well, Mark, you know what I'm going to tell you? I've been watching you down at the Fed rooms, and you look very happy, and that's that's a good thing. Yes, yeah. I think we're all we're all content at the moment. Oh yeah, we're racing our pigeons. Yeah, of course, <laughs> that's right. Anyway, Mark, once again, congratulations on winning the Tassie race, and we'll see what happens with you today in the race. You you've got some birds in the Tassie race again, haven't you? Yes, yeah, I've got eight eight in the Tassie, and I've got uh, ten for the national tomorrow. All right, well, we'll see what happens with those, and uh, yeah, you might be on the radio again next week. Oh, I hope so. Hey, with, <laughs> Ivan, with the um, the national um, production of clocking, is that two hours? Nah, um, six, six, to the fed rooms, six, six o'clock at the fed room, 6 p.m. Oh, 6 p.m. at the fed rooms, is yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. No worries. All right. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, Mark. I see, I, I see the birds um, in hay. They went with Stephen Segala's uh, unit, did they? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Hmm. No worries. All right, Mark. Thanks very much for being on the program and uh, congratulations once again on winning the Tassie race. And uh, we might hear from you again next week. Oh, I hope so. No worries. <laughs> All right, mate. Thanks very okay. much. Thank thanks. you very much. See you, mate. Bye bye. Bye bye. And that was the winner of the Tassie race, Mark Guzman, and he's out there in Lara. So, yeah, the wind was blowing in his direction, so <laughs> he had the bird of the day for the Tassie race. Right now, we're going to listen to a little bit of music here. We're going to have a musical interlude break. And here's a band from the 70s, and uh, Brian Ferry was the lead vocal in this band, and I'm talking about Roxy Music, and here's a great song from Roxy Music, Love is the Drug. Here it is. Here on Pigeon Radio Australia.
the toll of the bell Aggravated, spare for days I troll downtown, the red light plays Jump on bubble up, what's in store? Love is the drug and I need to score Showing up, showing up, hit them run Boy meets girl, where the beat goes on Stitched up tight, can't she free? Love is the drug, got a hook on me Pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340. 
9551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stockfeed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stockfeed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor over to Harper Reed, live on the scene. Thanks, Evie. I'm here to report Australia's best ever summer of safety with zero child drownings. All these children in the water have been taught to swim and they are all being supervised. Back to you in the studio. Kids play fantastic games of make-believe, don't they? Wouldn't it be great if we could make it real? Fence the pool, shut the gate, teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate and learn how to resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence, Kids Alive, do the five. Hi, Craig Lowndes here. As a professional driver, safety is my highest priority. At the Australian Road Safety Foundation, we believe every single road user has the power to be the change they want to see on the road. And that starts well before getting behind the wheel. With road trauma being the biggest killer of kids aged 1 to 14 and the second biggest of those under 25. I'm urging teachers, parents and students to visit roadset.com.au and get started on their own educational journey today. G'day, Josh Gatt, host of Bluestone Sounds, a show about live music and emerging acts. Just letting you know that I'm still running the show on your Wednesday, midday to 2pm, but if you're a night owl like me, I'd like to very warmly invite you to come and hang out on your Friday morning, Thursday night. That's right, Bluestone Sounds Midnight Edition. Playing the risque stuff I can't play during the light of day. That's midnight till 3am on your Thursday night, Friday morning. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. All the way, down under, in Melbourne, Australia. The only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the world.
Tune to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. And if you want to go directly to the Pigeon Media, Pigeon Radio Australia studios, go to www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Now, Charlie Gretsch has our correspondent from Sydney on the line, and I'll let him do the honours and introduce our guest. Go ahead, Charlie. Yeah, thanks, Ivan. One of our regulars back, back this week, Mr. David Gordon. G'day, David. How you going, mate? How are you? Good, buddy. Now, yeah, tell us some news, mate. You had a bit of a good um, good weekend. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. We had uh, four races all up in Sydney. One on the Saturday with Dural Club. Uh, two out there with um, the Southern Fed on the uh, Sunday, and Maroubra had the one from the North Coast on the uh, Saturday and the Sunday as well. Great, and um, fortunate enough to uh, win one of them, which was which was great. That was that was a first. That was excellent, mate. Well done. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, it was a. Uh, Better than uh, better than uh, poking the eye of the blunt stick, as they say. So, hopefully, we can uh, back it up this weekend. Right. Yeah. The, the first the first race uh, that was that was available to the Sydney blokes on the uh, Saturday was uh, organised through Dural Club uh, out at Orange, uh, out west, with roughly an average distance of 180 kilometres. Um, I'll rattle off the top five for you for you blokes. Uh, you know, fifth place was uh, Mike Hill. Uh, he flew 13.57. Yang Ma in at fourth. Uh, Steve She is in at third. Peter Volley Brothers in at second. And Steve Eggledon with a winning velocity of 13.93 took that one out. So congratulations to Steve. Uh, good effort, that one. And um, in the uh, Southern Fed, on, they had, on the Sunday, they had the uh, two races out there flying the Southwest route. Um, Top top three. I'll give you the top three from the Red Alban race. That's roughly a 160 kilometre race. Uh, Cliff Fountain in at third. Paul Vasalo in at second. He's never too far away from the top. And Woodbine Loss in at first. I believe that's his uh, first first career win. He's very early on in his pigeon career. So well done to him. And uh, in the in the Maroolan race, uh, they went up an hour later on the way back home. Uh, third place, Paul Vasalo, always up there. Uh, Luke Brinkett. And first place, Woodbine lost again. So he took out the double. So very good pigeon flying from uh, from that young man. And um, in the other race that we had on there is at Catherine Hill Bay with the uh, Maroubra Special Series. Uh, third place was Gary Radnich. Second place was B&M Dilworth. And first place was me and me old man. So that was, uh, yeah, like I said, it was, a, it was a good weekend for me. And as far as I'm aware, the returns and were pretty good right around. So me and me old man. So what are their names? S and D Gordon. S and D. <laughs> me and me old man. <laughs> come on, we got to give the old man a bit of credit. I mean, come on. Oh, uh, mate, mate, uh, I'm not going to give him too much credit. I was, I was in the hospital during the week last week and uh, with some kidney stones. So I was in all sorts of drama there, and uh, he, he didn't really do much to help out. He didn't didn't scrape loft or nothing. So I, I ripped into him a bit, but no. He, uh, he goes all right. He helps out when he can. And um, well, it yeah. worked. It worked. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I might have to get a hospital again this week. Try to get another winner. Let's uh, yeah. <laughs> see how yeah. we go. But, yeah. No, it worked out well in the end. So, so it did. She finished like a rocket. So that's 
she bred off two very good winners, so it's good to see it's still in the genes there. Yeah, no, that's excellent, mate. So what do you got? You got um, a couple more next weekend? Yeah, yeah, this week coming up, um, all three uh, organisations, I wouldn't really call them feds as such, but all three organisations are all um, having a go again. Um, I'm pretty sure the Dural, I'm not racing with them, but I'm pretty sure they're um, going to Orange again. Uh, the north, the north ones there with Maruba are heading out to a place. They're moving up now to a place called Browns Flat, which I think wouldn't be close to 180, 190 kilometres. I'm, I'm led to believe. And uh, the Southern Fed there got their double race on again. Um, Murrum Bateman and uh, Brett Alban. So it's about 210 and 160. So still, still relatively short, but we still get to enjoy the birds coming in. So get a bit, a bit, bit of normality back to life for us. Oh, that's great, mate. Fantastic. Anyway, thanks again for coming on, mate, and again, well done. Um, you, hopefully sir. you'll get it again next week. So oh, um, We can only hope, mate. Pray for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, mate, you're, you're doing all right, so um, you've got a few. So, again, mate, I'll see you next week, and we'll get you some do. more results. No worries, mate. All the best. Take care, everyone. Thanks, David. Yeah, thanks for being on the radio again, David. Thanks very much for all your hard work. All right, and that was David Gordon from Sydney, Australia. And right now we're going to break with a musical interlude, and here I found a song from Janice Ian, and it's called Fly Too High here on Pigeon Radio Australia. And we'll be back with some people from the Greater Melbourne Pigeon Federation.
Keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rhonefried Pigeon Products. Rhonefried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Mead. 
we get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements, available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramud Stock Feed and Farming Supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340-551. Southern FM Sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. I loved your way with words. You knew your type. I considered myself a bit quirky. You'd plug me in and tap away. Now you're bored of my keys. I'm not your childhood sweetheart. I'm your old computer keyboard. With National Recycling Week starting November 8th, give me and old mate Mousy a second shot at life. But don't just put us in your normal recycling bin. Search National Recycling Week to find out more. Hey, what you doing, Dad? Hmm? Oh, I'm painting the deck. Why? Because the varnish protects the wood from the sun. Why? Because sunlight in Australia is really strong. Why? Well, because it's full of dangerous UV rays. Oh. Dad, shouldn't you also protect yourself then? When you cover things, they last longer. Same goes for you. Be sun smart. Save your skin. I'm Laurie Lawrence. Gee, we had a successful year in the pool in Tokyo. Closer to home. We had our worst year in a decade. 25 little Aussie children drowned, most in swimming pools and bathtubs. It's a tragedy 25 families will never get over. Let's get child drownings down to zero. Fence the pool, shut the gate. Teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate and learn how to resuscitate. Kids alive, do the five. What you hear on community radio is governed by the community broadcasting codes of practice. The codes of practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music content, programs for children, and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website, www.cbaa.org.au. Music Time features old and new country music from Australia and overseas. There's something for everyone to enjoy. We even have a touch of Irish. Join me, Jeanette, for Music Time on Mondays from 12 till 2 on 88.3 Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. Hi there, it's me, Graham the Garden Gnome. If you want to know everything about where I live in your garden, listen in to Molly's Blooming Hour every Saturday at 4pm, only here on 88.3 Southern FM. <laughs> Ha ha ha!
Hi, I'm Peter Tolich. Join me every Thursday at 9am for the Music Director Program. Two hours of the newest music from Australia and around the globe. I play all genres of music from Americana to Zydeco with a heavy emphasis on Australian music. So if you like it new like I do and want to stay up to date, lock in 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time every Thursday for the Music Director Program on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Hello Bayside, Daniel Mulligan here. I host a little show on Thursday nights from 10pm till midnight called I Know You Got Soul. If you tune in, you'll hear top quality hip-hop, soul and R&B from local international artists, old school, new school and everything in between. That's I Know You Got Soul. 10pm, Thursday nights on 88.3 Southern FM. Get a load of tech. Upload, download, reload with TechLoad. Updates, news, tech experts. Get tech ahead. Drive Tech, 6 to 7 every Wednesday with Sandra Spencer, here on 88.3 Southern FM. Your voice in the community, 88.3 Southern FM. And we have to break right now for the uh, Southern FM National Radio News. And we'll be back after the Southern FM National Radio News to uh, hear an interview uh, we recorded on uh, Monday. Monday night we recorded this interview uh, with the Greater Melbourne Blokes and uh, talking about the uh, King Island race. And, uh, yeah, because uh, we couldn't get the results out for the King Island race for this program as uh, they have to be finalised and all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, we're going to have the winners of uh, the King Island race and the 10 Bird Hay National Sprint race on next week's program here on Pigeon Radio Australia. We also have Charlie Gretsch and his Wonthaggy series and he started his Wonthaggy's uh, series number two, race number one was on Saturday and he had 60 flies and a fella from Wangaratta, Andrew James, won the race so we've got him coming on as well. But right now we have to break for the Southern FM National Radio News and we'll be back after the news for more of Pigeon Radio Australia. Catch you then. I had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away And I always knew I couldn't stay So I had a dream that I'd just fly away You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And I always knew And 
you're tuned to a great little radio station here in Melbourne, Australia, and that's a community radio station, and it's 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And if you want to look up Southern FM on the internet, you can do it at www.southernfm.com.au. And the Pigeon Media, Pigeon Radio Australia website is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And don't forget to go and join... We're cracking 80,000 members. Listen to this. Every week when I announce this uh, page or group on um, on Facebook, the membership uh, just goes absolutely wild. So uh, go and join it. If you haven't already joined it, there's 80,000 members there from all around the world, even professional racing pigeon people on that group that you can get advice from, tips from, uh, and it's called the Racing Pigeon Global. Go and join it because uh, we want to crack 100,000 members uh, all around the world who are interested in racing pigeons. That's the aim of the game, to promote the sport, to make it grow bigger and bigger and better. And now we're going to listen to an interview that uh, we recorded on Monday night about the King Island basketing that which took place on Sunday night. So we recorded this interview on Monday night and uh, it's with Rodney Main and uh, uh, Rod Churchill. Rod Churchill winning the um, Maryborough race in the Greater Melbourne the week before. And uh, we're talking about the King Island race, which is uh, which was set last night, yesterday, uh, Cup Day. Uh, the race was set, and uh, yeah, we couldn't get it to air the results but we're having the winners on next week's show so uh on next week's show we'll have the winners but anyway here's the uh recording we did about the king island race tony mcpherson has a couple of fellas from the greater melbourne on the line and i'll let him do the honors and introduce well he can introduce them one by one or whatever he wants go ahead tony okay thank you very much ivan um i didn't i didn't think we'd be doing this uh, but the uh well, I did say we would be doing it uh, last week. It's um, one of our sponsors from Rod's uh, Stock Feed and Bird Supplies, Rod Churchill. Welcome aboard again, Rod. Good evening, Tony. Good evening, <laughs> everybody yeah. else. And uh, also, we've got uh, Rodney Main, the uh, the treasurer of the uh, of the Greater Melbourne on on the show as well. So we've got a couple of things to talk about. I'll start with you, uh, uh, Rodney Churchill. Now, we had a race from Maribor this weekend and I think you may have won it, Rod. Oh, I think you might be right, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Philistine, Rod, um, yeah, what you thought of the race and what you clocked and uh, we'll go from yeah. there. Yeah, mate, thanks for that. No, it was um, a good race. We, um, we had, um, I forget, 60... Well, it was it sixty something uh, blokes that flew it? It was open to both Greater Melbourne and VHA members, and um, turned out pretty well. And uh, the birds took um, not quite two hours to fly the distance. That's to me, and um, it turned out to be a good day. Sir Wesley, um, in places they copped it a bit stronger, but um, yeah, and all in all, it worked out well, mate. Yeah, Returns from what I heard from most blokes was pretty good, so most blokes got them all, or only missing one or two. Well, I think you're right there, Rod. Um, now tell me, uh, what was the bird that you that you got? 
Well, actually, Tony, I had four four pigeons on the drop. Yeah, four pigeons landed. I had two two-year-old Gabby Van Denenbill hens, and the other two pigeons that landed to, were two yearlings, and they were uh, veenstras, two young veenstras that um, were in there. So yeah, yeah. yep, you showed me those uh, those birds the other the other day when I was down there. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, look, look, the goods. Uh, so. Well, they look. They look good. They're a nice type of little pigeon too, and um, I'm hoping to cross them through the gabbies and that just to put a bit more into them. They're not a big pigeon, but they're virtually on the Koopman Van Loon line, so um, yeah, yeah, hopefully nice. they might be all right, mate. Yeah, they look they look the type. Now I'll yeah. just run, I'll just run through the uh, the results. Um, in tenth position was uh, my old grooming mate uh, Kelvin Griffin. Then there was Jeffrey Power, Rafael yep. Steinson. Uh, Lou and Carol Gatt, you know them, Rodney M. Yep. Harrison and Kid, Nifty Neville, and uh, Steve Cameron was uh, fifth. Uh, Joe and Peter Phillips, the old Joey's up there every week. Joe, he's Joe a try, that boy, yep. old Joey boy. He's and uh, Frankie DeFoo. Yep. Uh, the sneaky Frankie gets in there from Springvale. And as a good bird, I thought um, Doyle and Richmond down at Packham. Mm-hmm. That was yep. quite a good bird. And, of course, there's, there you are at the top of the bill, Rod Churchill. So yep. you'd be very happy with that. Look, there was um, 60, I think there was 62, fly, 62 flyers. That's right. Uh, nearly 2,000 birds. Um, I thought it was Six, a, 66 uh, flyers, 2,188 birds. Well, there you go. I've got 62 in the results, but I thought it was a good, uh, a really good, uh, a good day for everyone. A yeah. good day because we all all sat around in the club room singing Kumbaya and enjoying a, a, a <laughs> Kumbaya. Are you serious? And, uh, <laughs> and it was, uh, you know, well, it, look. The the bull dust was flowing quite freely. <laughs> I had to get the shovel out, Tony. <laughs> so, no, oh, I thought it was really good. Now, now, uh, Rodney, Rodney Maine. Now, you were you were in the in the like a deer in the headlights there last night down at the Dan Long Rooms. Now, tell us what was going on down there last night. Well, last night, um, at reasonably short notice, we decided that we would have a crack at finally getting our King Island race up and running for the year, seeing uh, COVID had stopped us three or four times early in the year when we planned it. Um, and at reasonably short notice, we, uh, um, our President Secretary decided to get it up and running. And, uh, yeah, it was a little bit like a deer in the headlights because people turned up from everywhere. It was fantastic. So I think we've got 61 flyers flying in that race tomorrow from, from all over Melbourne, from up north, from... That's huge. Down our Tone Way and from down down Rosebud Way. That's so, absolutely huge. Sixty. How many flies? Sixty. Sixty-one flies. One hundred twenty-two birds. So. Mate, that's the Melbourne Cup of pigeon racing. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a good, nice day. So it's gonna be. That could happen. It could be a yep. big thing in the future, Rodney. Couldn't it? Yeah. No. It's, it's very popular. Like I said. Uh, yeah. It was. It was. It was. It's a good problem to have. Too many people there. It's a good problem to have. So, um, yeah, I, I, I thought it, I thought it was. Um, mind you, I had to leave early, but um, look, uh, no, we put a barbecue on because you know we had to keep people outside because of COVID rules and bits and pieces. So. Yeah, but by the time Ivan got there, the barbecue was gone. 
Yeah, well, that's all I, I, had to, I had to stop. Me and Tony had to stop at Macca's on the way home. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, we probably undercated a little bit, mate, because we were not expecting that turnout. So, yeah. Well, I'm there you go. We, we promoted it on the radio. There you go. That shows you the power of radio, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely the power of radio, mate. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, I think... Um, I think it says a lot about the pigeon flies. They all wanted to uh, have a race of some sort and mm. uh, to get everyone down there. I thought it was great. Um, and the good thing about it is a new concept this year, Rodney. Yeah, look, they've decided that they will split the uh, prize money into sections. It doesn't make a lot of difference, but obviously when you're flying with such a wide front from a short distance, it's, it's, it's always going to suit one side or the other. So 50% of the prize money will go to the overall winner with and and 25 to each section. So basically the, the winner on each will get 75% and, and 25% will be retained on the other side. So I think that kept a little bit more interest in it as well. That's what people have been asking for for quite a while. So you... Uh, and in the end, Rodney, um, after all the, the figures were tallied, um, what what is the prize money? Do you know? To be honest... To be honest, mate, I actually haven't got those figures in front. Uh, okay, no worries. So, yeah. Um, overall, it would be um, the, the total prize money would be over $1,200. There's no doubt about that. Um, it, it, it will be more, but that's the absolute minimum, yeah. So. That's yeah, fantastic, I'm, mate. I'm, I'm glad, I'm very glad that uh, people went down to the Danny Nong Rims and supported that because. It is a race, and it is it is also a memorial race, if you can tell us about the fella that uh, passed away and, you, and you're having this memorial race for him. He was a pretty good flyer. In John Blackney? Yeah, that's who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah John, John Blackney. John Blackney. Now, I've only been in Melbourne three and a half years. I, I don't know John. I've spoken to his wife, Mark, a lot about him. She's our, she's our current race um, secretary and I've, I've been to her place, seen all the trophies. She's sort of got everything as you walk in the door, and all the trophies on the wall, the ribbons on the wall, photos of pigeons and all that sort of stuff. And she takes a lot of pride in that. Um, but I reckon Tony can probably fill you in a lot more. I, I never got to meet the man, so yeah. Well, we got we got Rod there. Rod's yeah. had a lot to do with John. Uh, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was uh, a, a guy that. <clears throat> Called a spade a spade. There's no he doubt did. about it. Um, he did. <laughs> he had a nickname for everyone. He did. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. He <laughs> he had some good names, and this goes back for John. John Blackney was a very good man at doing an auction on it, and um, I'm going back from years ago. And um, Tony, you would remember this. <laughs> we go back to when we used to. It was set up. Steve Cameron. And myself set up the um, – well, we looked at the King Islands. Anyway, John used to take them to the airport all the time. And we're going back and we had over 100 flies in it. And some of the guys had never met John Blackney. And when he would run the Calcutta, he would start on you. And and blokes used to come up after and say, is this bloke like this all the time? They said, yeah. He wouldn't last five minutes in our club. Someone would deck him. And um, – <laughs> He would call your name, and that stuck. And uh, but everybody loved him, and that's the way John was. And um, that was his forte. He loved his um, King Island, and um, he was very passionate with his pigeon club and pigeons. And um, yeah, he was. Uh, I always remember the first time I ever met 
John, I was flying pigeons at one thaggy. It was back in early 1971, 72. And we had to bring our pigeons down to Dandenong, and I'd never been in there before when we joined the Greater Melbourne because the rail closed down. Got there, and uh, the first thing I heard, I pulled up with another guy, and he hit his, Churchill, you're late. And that was Blackie, and that's what he was like, you know. He was um, a real stick of the old boy. But, uh, yeah, I miss him, and he was, he was a great member, great, great fellow. He's a life member, so is Margie. And uh, they were two great stalls of the um, pigeon side of it at Dandenong and the, and the Pigeon Federation. Yes, yes. He, uh, he, I think he raced, I think, one year at Springvale. In the VHA, yes, yeah, he and uh, and he cleared out. He said, "No, yeah. that's not for me." Yeah. And uh, over to Danny Long, and uh, yeah, he uh, like like I say, I, I remember when I swapped over from the uh, from the VHA, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I uh, walked into the rooms down there, and he said, "Oh, you bloody VHA guys, you're not yeah. going to change how the Greater Melbourne's going to be run." That's right. <laughs> yeah. Hang on a minute, I've only just got here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, from that from that point onwards, yeah, we had a pretty good uh, relationship, and uh, you know, he was a true a true blue uh, guy. Loved loved the birds. Loved yep. his wife and his family. And his family, yeah, no, he did. Well, yeah, very close man. And um, mm. yeah, yeah, but he, uh, I think we all miss his. Uh, <laughs> His nicknames, and everything else, because yeah. some of those nicknames, uh, he'd never get away with it today. No, true, <laughs> that's for sure. None of them. But anyway, that's that's where the King Island is. And there's, if you have a look on the board, there, there's a great array of winners down on the board, and um, and there. I was having more. a look at that board last night. I saw uh, your name on there. Yes, it is there. Yes, yes, surprisingly. <laughs> How much did he pay you to say that, Ivan? No, 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 no. I was looking at the board because I was interested in seeing who's won the race in previous years, and I thought, there's bloody Tony's won it one year. I got a shock, actually. <laughs> Thank you very much. We should have we won it the second time, too, but, oh, well, it's... it's um, could have, could have been some would have been. And, and me old mate, too. me old mate here, Tony Barbara, he's won it once too, haven't you, Tony? Yeah. And well, what yeah. year did you get it? I think ninety two or ninety three. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, very good. Yeah. So um, look, we look forward to the the race um, now. Now, just Rodney in. Tell us yep. how the birds, how the birds are sent over. When we when we go down to the club, what happens with, with the birds and the procedure, and then and where they go, how they're held over, how they're looked after, and then the release. Yep. Well, the um, pigeons are. It's very much like when I started racing pigeons in Tassie, mate. We get uh, they get they get shipped over in the early hours of the morning to King Island in cardboard boxes. Yes. Um, the cardboard boxes obviously have lots of holes in them and. And uh, they get them over the night. They get over there, and a guy by the name of Wayne Lovell, who has been liberating pigeons on King Island for a long, long time, has two two units over there that uh, were shipped over from Tassie many years ago to all the um, race units, and they go into them, and they, they would have been fed and watered early hours this morning, probably by 8 o'clock. So and they'll sit there in a big open bay shed where they can see out. 
in the units, and uh, yep, they um, are looking at liberating at seven o'clock tomorrow morning, I believe. So, okay, and yep. be a pretty stiff, stiff, pretty stiff headwind all the way. So I'll be expecting them around about the about three, three and a half to four hour mark. So, yep, you're looking around about about ten thirty, eleven. Yeah, something like that. I would, I would imagine would be a pretty good time tomorrow. Yeah, well, if if you're looking at that time, I'm looking at uh, ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> PM. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. Hey, hey, but it's a hey, it's a headwind. It's a headwind, and uh, I reckon the people in Melton's have got a good chance. Well, well every, yeah. everyone's got a good chance, I think, with the headwind, and and just remembering. This time you've got sections as well, which which makes it worthwhile, actually. It makes it worthwhile clocking a bird and presenting, you know, where, uh, you know whereas previous years, if if the winds were against you, a lot of guys wouldn't go in it. They'd say, yeah, oh, we're, not, we're not in it. So. And, we, and, and we, have a, we have now allowed for the pullover of the clocks to be done in, in your yeah. local areas as well too, so... Yeah. That just makes it so nobody has to make the second trip back. I mean, I yeah. know it's a pain. Everyone has to come over here to Boston in the first place, but it's a dandy non-promotional thing, so that's why we make it everyone comes to our club and does it that way. But we have, once again, listened to what people want, so we allow yeah. people to do their pullover at their local clubs and whatever else. Well, so. I think you've got to keep it simple and and make it easy for everyone, and that'll, that'll encourage people to be in the race, you know, there's nothing worse than living up at Wallen, is there, Charlie? It's yeah, he's nothing, gone. He's gone to the toilet. I think there's nothing wrong living up in Warren, <laughs> especially you when you, uh, especially when you, you leave. Uh, once you clock a bird to travel back down to Danny. Yeah. Don't worry, I've done that a couple of times. Mm. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you did that a couple of times last night. Yes, uh, that's another story. But yeah. To get his wasn't screwed on. But no, we had plenty of helpers here on deck from from, from our own club, from other clubs. Because of the numbers, everybody pitched in and and done their bit last night. And, I mean, obviously some of the Western Fed guys have got different types of clocks, so they bring all the equipment over and set that up and and help out nicely, and and that all worked really well. Um, Gary Gillard from Pigeon Vitality donated some prizes for the raffle, which is very much appreciated, and... You know, it all, it, all, it all helps and it made for a really good night, so, yeah. Look, I think I congratulate uh, everyone down at Dandenong, plus all the uh, all the different people that helped out. Con- congratulate you all on doing such a, a, a great job. Get up and running again. Uh, create some more interest. And like we said, uh, we've gone from a salad to having a, a steak sandwich. You yeah, know, and we're, uh, and we're not... We might be on here next week with the first radio host ever to win the King Island race, so you never know. Well, you never know. No, no I'll tell you what. He's, he's talking about you, Ivan. Yeah, I know, and, and I'll tell you something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Mate, but the Milton boys will be right in the mix. Mm. Yeah, I, I, listen, I don't know who, who, who it was, but somebody run my loft up in that damn Calcutta, <laughs> and I ended up... I ended Listen, up having. Mate, to... I was I was doing some telephone bids. Oh, it was you, was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. No, all good, all good. I think um, I think it's going to be a great day. Uh, we'll be sitting down um, waiting for a pigeon, and then we can later on we can watch the Melbourne Cup. Well, I'll tell you what I've done. I'll tell you what I've done. I went out and bought a nice slab of beer. 
And uh, my my missus is going off to see her mum and go out for lunch with her mum because she hasn't seen her for a while. So she's decided to go over there to Ballarat to her mum and go out for lunch. And I'm going to sit here with a slab of beer next to me and I'm going to wait for the pigeons yeah. and have a, have a few beers, as they say. Yeah, well, get, yeah. <laughs> have a, yeah, have a few beers, but get, get the beers in here. But the thing is, mate, don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep, yeah. Mr. Bird, although you've got electronic no. timing. No. And don't do it. And don't do it, Tim Smith. No, I won't. No, don't worry. <laughs> and good luck to all the guys flying the other race, the national race at the VH Adamore. Another race that was organised at short notice and then opened up to everybody. So another yeah. good concept, and uh, that'll, be a, that'll be another good race tomorrow. So good luck to everyone in that as well. Yeah, so so we're, we're organised by the VH and Steve So, Yep. Yep. It should be a good race up there. A, a little bit further. Mind you, mind you, the, the tail, the, uh, I think they will take shorter time than, than the uh, King Island birds. Yeah, Fair definitely. When yeah. your bird comes tomorrow, you won't know which race it's at. So. You know yeah, what yeah, we've got to do every Cup Day? We've got to sort of promote all these races that we do on Cup Day and, and, and make it a, a, tie it in with the Melbourne Cup and say, listen, these yeah. are racing pigeons and we've got yeah. a Cup as well, you know? Yeah, well, both of these races have been all because of COVID and stuff have been organised at very short notice, but they both turned out to be very popular and pretty well organised. So yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Look, the Croydon Classic used to be on Melbourne Cup Day, uh, and then I don't know what happened there. There was something else cropped up. Someone else, uh, I think, um, might have been Dandy run another race, and we said go for it. We ran our race uh, later on, but I. Th- when did we have the lake's entrance, Rodney C? Uh, next question. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, was, it was around that. Yeah, that was run right? on Melbourne Cup, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yes, You're only yes. saying that because you won it. Oh, not actually. I was just thinking what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, just. Yes, I did win it, and guess what? I, won it. I did win it with a little grizzle, and that little grizzle is the mother of Rodney Main's little bird that he's oh, he went racing, and Rodney Main handled that little grizzle that went over to King Island last night. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, yes. Oh, well. Yeah, well, you know, I, I've just had an idea in my head, and you know how they got the spring racing carnival? We should do a spring racing carnival for racing pigeons. Absolutely. What a great idea. Yeah. We should do yeah. it. You know, you have it like, you know, how they have the Cox Plate and all that sort of stuff. We should do something similar and have like four yeah. weeks of racing and have a racing pigeon spring carnival. Yeah. That's my yeah. idea. That could work out. That could yep. definitely work yep. out. Yep. Four days. Um, I'd well, like this is a start. Like this, I'd like this, to see um, this Melbourne, this 10 birder that the VHA have set up from um, Hay yep. and is open at the others, this could be a, a thing of the future. We do have a national, as you know, yes. from 400-odd um, mile, but this one is short and it could be a mini national, and that could be something that could really grow on Melbourne Cup Day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and really good thing. if we yeah. focus on that theme, I, I can tell you that the media will pick it up and report on it, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Ivan and I have been talking about a, a children's hospital race, 
uh, that we were looking at running, um, and uh, that's something to look look at for next year, which would be, I think, the suggestion was Lakes Entrance again. Yeah, um, yeah, and um, so look, there could be a, a quite a few different races that can be run. You know, so uh, yeah, look, I think everyone's looking at doing something different. Yeah. Other other yeah. than other than just the normal race season. Yeah, I think yeah, we've got to we've got to get out of our boxes as pigeon uh, pigeon fancies. We've got to get out of the box and 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 sort of go Bring into the fun duck into pigeon races. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly right, Rod. Exactly, we've got to enjoy it. Enjoy yeah. it now. The the man that's enjoying it really at this moment has been uh, Charlie Greg up there in Wallen with what he's been doing. Every uh, how many how many one um, thaggies have you had, Rodney? Uh, Charlie. Uh, Eleven so far. Eleven so far, and you got another how many? Another seven to go. Yeah. So, um, and um, how many flies did you have last week? Sixty exactly. So it's not a bad effort. And I tell you what, I I took the birds from this side of the city up there, and I arrived at Charlie's place, and the barbecue was going, and the coffee was flowing, and the and and the Maltese brew was there as well. <laughs> Not the Maltese brew. Yeah, it was there as well. Yeah, but I didn't have any of that because I had to drive home. But yeah, but yeah. mate, the barbecue was going, and the guys are really friendly. It's just a great atmosphere. Really good. Yeah, that's 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 There's what no, we need back in the sport. There's no worries with have a chat. He'll have a go on anything. Yep, yep. You've got to. You've got to be. Uh, you've just got to. Um, get together and you know just enjoy it again. You know, yeah. enjoy racing our pigeons again, and, and that's what we need. So uh, anyway, I, I think it's time to wrap it up for, yep. for now. But um, all the best for tomorrow for everyone in the King Island and also the Team Birders. And thank both of you guys for coming on. It's been enjoyable, and uh, you never know, Rodney, either either one, you could be back next week. Could be two. Hang on a minute. We're Hang we're on a minute. To talk to the winner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if oh, well, I won't say anything. Just shut up, Hyman. Shut up. <laughs> Good luck, everybody. Catch us. Yeah, see you, boys. Good luck with it all. Well done. Bye, boys. Thanks. Thanks for being on the radio again. All right, now we're going to have a break, and here's a song that I've picked out, and this is uh, uh, one of the greatest bands ever. And this, from this album, one of the greatest albums ever, and I'm talking about Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band album, and we're talking about the Beatles, and uh, yeah, I tell you what, I'm getting close to this one. I am getting, so is Tony, so is everybody else. Charlie's getting close to it too. Oh, Pigeon Radio Australia. Here we go. Get older, losing my hair Many years from now Will you still be sending me a valentine? Birthday greetings, bottle of wine If I'd been out till quarter to three Would you lock the door? Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? When I'm 64 
mending a fuse when your lights have gone. You can knit a sweater by the fireside. Sunday mornings, go for a ride. Doing the garden, digging the weeds. Who could ask for more? Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Every summer we can rent a cottage in the Isle of Wight if it's not too dear. We shall scream and say. Drop me a line Stating point of view Indicate precisely what you mean to say You're sincerely wasting away Give me your answer Fill in a form Mine forevermore Will you still need me? Will you still feed me? your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Tara Meat stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roanfried Pigeon Products. Roanfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons' inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor 
From St Kilda to Clayton, you're listening to 88.3 Southern FM. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. On 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. The sounds of the Bayside, that's who we are, 88.3 Southern FM, and our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. And you're listening to the only devoted racing pigeon radio show in the whole entire world, and that's Pigeon Radio Australia, and our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And Charlie Gretsch had a successful race on the weekend from Wonthaggy Series 2, number one race, and I'll let him do the honours and uh, tell us about the Wonthaggy Series 2 that commenced on Saturday. Go ahead, Charlie. Yes, we had our second series start on um, on Saturday, and um, as we said earlier, we had 60 um, competitors. Uh, we had over 500 pigeons in the race, 579 birds went up. And we have our winner on the line, Mr. Andrew James. G'day, Andrew. G'day, Charlie. How are you, mate? Yeah, congratulations, mate. Thank you. So you got a, uh, a phone call on um, the other day, so uh, to let you know what was happening and it was a shock to your system? Uh, yeah, it was a bit of a shock, Charlie. I um, I had forgot about it. I was looking after the, uh, the stepdaughter and uh, forgot about the race and then I... Uh, or a missed call from yourself, and I wasn't sure what it was, and then you you let me know, and uh, yeah, it was a, a pleasant surprise. Well, you were in the first series, and um, you were sort of there. You you were up there, but um, you couldn't get to the top. But it's pretty, um, as you know, it was pretty close all the way. With um, you know, just seconds apart in these races. Yeah, and, yeah. Again on the weekend, um, you know, got pretty close. So um, someone's got to win it. It was great to see that um, you know someone like yourself that's not racing. Well, you probably are racing now in Tassie. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to look at the racing down here or, or, or help out with some of the, um, the guys I've met. Um, I've got a little bub on the way, so I'm moving into a new house. So it's a bit of a bit of a stretch at the moment. Um, but, yeah, looking forward to um, hopefully racing at some point. Um, but at the moment, uh, it'll just be like racing in one-loss races and, and getting involved with like the one baggy race series that you've, uh, you've put on. So tell us how you actually got involved in this um, series. Um, we had Rodney on earlier, and that's yep. where it all sort of started, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. So I, I spoke to Rodney, and, and then um, he said they were having the series, and I uh, got in contact with you, and, and you mentioned um, the race series and, and what you were trying to do and promote it. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm all about uh, promoting the sport and, and um, helping out others out and um, – you know, we need to be promoting the sport more instead of a lot of bickering and stuff that does go on in the politics side of things. Um, 
yeah, you just want more more people getting involved in it. And if you can bring in new businesses and, and stuff like that, um, can only bring the uh, the sport forward. I think. Yeah. Now you had um, you had a race uh, over the weekend. Uh, a, a couple of weeks back, yeah, we had uh, had obviously because of uh, the lockdown, we haven't been able to race um, for a while, but. Um, Dad, uh, we've had some birds in the um, Northern District uh, Invitation of the Combine um, Brockersby Breeders Plate. Um, and it was actually the first race for these birds for the year. And it was uh, from Ivanhoe. It's about 440 k's from Wang. And, um, yeah, we were lucky enough to, to get eight birds on the drop. Um, seven were ours. Um, and one was actually ours that um, Dad had bred and um, someone else had bought it, but it uh, <laughs> came back to our house. Um, and yeah, we managed to um, get a clean sweep of the, the uh, prize money, which was good, and um, just probably vindicated a lot of the hard work Dad had done um, trying to get the birds up. And um, yeah, just good to get the birds tested out because obviously, yeah, it's been a a um, stop-start uh, couple of seasons for not only us but for a lot of uh clubs around Victoria. Um, so, yeah, it was good to, to uh, get some results on the board. So what are your plans now? Um, you've been there in Tassie for, for how long? Since May, you're saying? Uh, yeah, so, so I found out in May I was having a little boy, so um, flew straight from uh, WA. And, and um, yeah, I've met a couple of guys down here on the um, from the Eastern Shore Pigeon Club. Um, so, yeah, been out there a couple of times and, Got to know the guys, and I'll probably, yeah, as I said, I've got a couple of birds coming from Victoria um, from Dad's that I'll um, have down here and, and breed with um, and put in a few um, guys lost down here. And then, um, yeah, I'll uh, look at putting some birds in next year, like the Gold Coast race and the uh, Meadow Loft race. Um, I was speaking to Joe from the VPO the other day about um, their breeders' play as well. Um, they've got... Um, Tassie flyers are available to, to fly in that, so we might uh, chuck a couple in that as well and, and uh, go from there. And I'll definitely be going in uh, Series 3 of the Wonthaggy race if you, if you want to get next year, mate. Yeah, no worries, mate. The more the, the, more the better. Um, no, it was great um, to see yourself and all these other people get involved. I mean, I had phone calls um, uh, from, from you know, a few different flyers I have never met or people I've never met that... Um, you know they paid their monies and there they are. They're in the, um, the you know they're in the top. Uh, actually, I'll read out the I'll read out the result. I'll do the top twenty quickly. So twentieth up. So Ali Delwis finished twentieth. Michael Harson, one of the guys that um, that was pretty interested. I've never met him. He's um, joined. He finished nineteenth. Uh, Seventeenth equal seventeenth was GT Lofts and GTO Lofts. Equal fifteenth was Samuel and Becker Halubi. Fourteenth was Logo Lady. Thirteenth was Mark Kavanagh. 12th was Tanya's team. 11th was Wallen Florist, Wendy. Um, she's back in it again. Um, 10th was Troy. Troy Atwell, uh, another another guy. Uh, you got Graham Atwell as well, uh, father and son. Uh, both I've never met, but they were quite um, you know, happy with the concept of this type of racing and they've put their money in and they've um, they've got up there. 8th uh, was Andre Martins. 7th was Johnny Reno. 6th was Faber Jaya. Again, she's back in, and you know she's she's pretty keen. Fifth was Keith Anderson, fourth was Strav Berham, second equal second actually was Valley Produce and myself. 
So um, Valley Produce again, they you know, want to come back in again. So uh, it was great to see them back into the second series. And of course, yourself winning. Um, it was great when uh, the bird come and I, you know, had a look and see which um, what number it belonged to on my list, and it happened to be yours. So it was great to finally see you get up there instead of you know you're you're knocking, but not hard. Yeah, enough. yeah, that that was, that was very good, and I, I really appreciate you the uh, the race you put on, mate. And um, yeah, I'll definitely keep supporting it for sure. No worries. Well, mate, um, anything else before um, I'll let you go? Uh, yeah, I will just make a quick shout out to um, Lyndon Frick too over in the um, Wellington 10,000 race. Um, we had a few birds there uh, this year and uh, lucky enough to get um, fourth and fifth. But I know he's been doing it for you know, a good fair few years now, and uh, I think he's finished up. This was the last year, but they've raised you know over twenty thousand dollars for um, kids with cancer. So um, yeah, big shout out to Lyndon and all the work he does. I know um, you know the fair few one loss around and. Um, it's probably a, a thankless job, you know, <laughs> they put on this concept and you're never going to please everybody. There's always going to be haters there, but, um, yeah, just to shout out to him, he's done a great job and, uh, wish him all the best for the future. Yeah, no, that was good. Good effort. No, fantastic, mate. No worries at all. Thanks, Charlie. All right, we'll show, catch up, mate. Sounds good, mate. Look after yourself. Okay, we'll speak soon. Yes, mate. Thank you. Thanks, Andrew. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia, number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor. Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tara Meat. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid Stock Feed and Farming Supplies 1227 Holden Road, Tulin Vale Open 7 days a week Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551 Southern FM Sponsor For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages and boxes We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM Sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks and health supplements plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Petstock Terelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia. Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Roanfried Pigeon Products. Roanfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeons in a health all year round. 
Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 03-5-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor We're at a party. Three little kids were playing in the pool, all under five. Adults were busy talking, glanced over, noticed a little one underwater. I think she needs help. That's how easily something can happen. It only takes a few seconds. Don't worry, the party had a happy ending. But we need to remember, fence the pool, shut the gate. Teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate and learn how to resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence. Kids Alive, do the five. Good people, are you feeling heavy? Well, your body might be storing too much iron, baby. You know I'm talking about... Hemochromatosis. Tricky to say, easy to test, simple to treat, and tragic to ignore. Hemochromatosis. Talk to your doctor, baby. Hemochromatosis. Brought to you by Hemochromatosis Australia. We live in a great country, in great local communities, like yours. But did you know one in six Australian children live in poverty? Through no fault of their own, right here, there are children living in poverty every day. Deprived of what they need to keep up in school and struggling to learn, many give up on their education. Donate to the Smith family and give the extra learning support every local child deserves to fulfil their potential. Search the Smith family. G'day, Josh Gatt, host of Bluestone Sounds, a show about live music and emerging acts. Just letting you know that I'm still running the show on your Wednesday, midday to 2pm. But if you're a night owl like me, I'd like to very warmly invite you to come and hang out on your Friday morning, Thursday night. That's right, Bluestone Sounds Midnight Edition. Playing the risque stuff I can't play during the light of day. That's midnight till 3am on your Thursday night, Friday morning. This is DDZ, your captain speaking. Tune in every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Travel the world, musically speaking, from the Eiffel Tower to the Rialto, from the Colosseum to the Pyramids, from the London Bridge to Golden Gate. Tune in every Wednesday, 2 p.m. for International Caravan with your captain, DDZ. Želite li okusiti Hrvatsku? Ugodite Hrvatskom glasu s Maricom Čov. Hrvatska glazba, vijesti i čet, svakog ponedjeljka od 22 do 3 sata, upravo ovdje, na 88.3 Južna FM, zvukovi uz obalu. Monday is from 10pm to 3am, tune in to Croatian Voice with Marica Čok, a taste of Croatia, with Croatian music, news and chat, right here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Southern FM. The sounds of the Bayside. You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, Melbourne, Australia. Stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon. Stop 
You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And the website address at Southern FM, go and check it out. There's some interesting podcasts there on the Southern FM website, and that's www.southernfm.com.au. And the Pigeon Media website, I'll say it again, go and join it. And don't forget, we podcast via the Podbean Network. So look us up on the internet. You can go to the uh, Mr. and Mrs. Google machine and look up Pigeon Radio Australia and uh, you can find all our podcasts and everything else we do on the internet. So go and check it out. And uh, yeah, so we've got a little bit of time left. So tell us, who's got something to tell us? You've got anything special happening? We've got, yeah. heaps, we've got yep. heaps to say. Go all right, we'll go for it. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, look, Sorry, look Ivan. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I come on the radio, it was late on the show, and I mentioned about my grandson, Max, and uh, we were running a, a GoFundMe uh, campaign for a companion dog for, for young Max, and um, we hit the target. Now he's on the list to be able to qualify to get the dog, and um, I've got young Max with me, and he would like to just say a couple of words. Now, Max... What would you like to say to everyone who were very kind enough to donate some money so that you could get your companion dog? What would you like to say? Thank you very much. There you go. So oh, you heard you first from Max. Yeah. Well, when are you going to get Max some companion pigeons? Oh, he's already, oh, mate, he's already naming them down here now. So... There's no no worries about that. Every time he comes down, there's uh, there's another one there that he that he's claimed. So yeah, um, but um, the other thing that I was just going to say is, look, we the family just want to thank all of those people out there, pigeon people. Is yeah, you know, everyone's very very generous, and um, it's going to make a, a world of difference for Max and the family. So thank you, thank you very much. A very good flyer up here in the West. Uh, his name's Ray Mifsud. We all know that name because he's yes. won a few good races and big races, and he's got some very, very good pigeons. Now, Ray is uh, moving house, and he has to sell some pigeons. So we were talking to Gary today, and uh, look out for the Ray Mifsud sale, which is going to be coming up on the Greater Melbourne auction site. Yes, that should be a beauty, actually. He's got some uh, nice, uh, nice birds there. Ivan? Yes, he's um, got some yeah, nice yes. Gabbies, he's got some nice Hubens, he's got some of the old stuff too that I was talking to him about today, but uh, yeah, there's going to be, I think, 20 pigeons listed there, 20 very, very, very good pigeons, and yeah, uh, yeah Ray Mifsud is uh, selling a few birds, so keep an eye for that. All right, fellas, I think we, it's time to say goodbye. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have the winners of the King Island and, and the National next week. Tony McPherson, you've got some homework to do. You've got to get the winner of the National. <laughs> and the King Island. And the King Island, yeah, because that's yeah, on his side of the city. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll see what we can round up. Yeah, cool. See, see who, who we can round up. Yeah, yeah good. Yep. <laughs> I've given you your homework, Tony McPherson, and you got to find them because you know the most people in pigeon racing. You've been around it a very long time. 
So come on, mate. Come on. You can do this. You can absolutely do it. Next week, the winner of the National and the King Island here on Pigeon Radio Australia, courtesy of Mr. Tony McPherson, the Roadrunner. All right. Now, um... It's time to say goodbye, so goodbye, Tony Barbara, goodbye. Goodbye, Ivan, goodbye, Tony, goodbye, Charlie, and goodbye to everybody around the world. There you are. And Mr. Roadrunner. Yeah, beep, beep. Goodbye to you, uh, t- Tony B. Goodbye to you, Ivan and yeah. uh, Charlie. Uh, just don't forget things, buddy, please. Yeah, don't forget no, I'm things. starting to write things down now. You know, yeah, hey, yeah. get a couple of nuts and bolts and screw your head on, will you? <laughs> and not on backwards. No. At least I did remember. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. You remembered when it was too late to remember. Ivan, I get this phone call. Mm. Uh, do you think you could help me? Well, I, 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 yeah, could I help him? Yes, I could have. But, you know yeah. what you should have done? You should have asked the Dan in on Club if they had any manual clocks there and stuck a couple of rubbers. Well, no, 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 I, already, I told him that. Yeah. Oh. I would have set one up for him. In actual fact, he had the, he had a G2 clock that I bought mm. for our club. Mm. He had that in his hand. All he had to do was... Scan the two birds in there, couple the rings, I yeah. Had, I had the pad, I had everything. Easy. Why did you do that? Oh, God. No, no, no. It's no, bad. it was all too hard. Yeah. No, I'm not going all to. He, all he wanted to do was get in his car and go back home. Spat the dummy, jumped his car, went back home, got his clock, Hey, back. hey, Tony McPherson, typical Maltese, eh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you <laughs> There was no road rage. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, mate, I don't understand how he could have left his clock behind because that's the first thing I think of before I go to the club. Although I might say I have left the uh, keys behind, the evaluation keys for the benzene clock. So, yeah, I'm probably guilty of it. We're probably all guilty of it. We're getting older, absent-minded. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to say goodbye. Say goodbye, all. Cheerio. Bye, everybody. All right, goodbye, goodbye, and we'll catch you all next week. Same time, same station, 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside for Pigeon Radio Australia. Cheerio. So, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon.